Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. From paycheck to paycheck to freedom. Have you ever experienced a time where there was more month than there was money? And maybe you haven't experienced it and you've watched somebody else experience it and it was not fun to watch. It was actually really, really painful. Well, I too have been there. And actually, these amazing guests sitting with me, Harold and Linda Epton, hello. 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 How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. And more importantly, how are you today? Because their story, what they're going to do is let you inside, right? That's what you've told That's me. That's right. Yep, You're going to do sure. it, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> You're going to let us inside their life and where it was when it was actually pay, barely even paycheck to paycheck. And now they're in a space of freedom. So as they let us inside what's gone on for them, what's going to open up for you and for me is possibility. Possibility that I maybe couldn't even see in my own life, and yet it was probably already there. So what my hope and what their hope is today is that as you listen to us, as you engage with us, as you hear the stories and you learn a little bit about how to invest in yourself first, how to have a plan and then live that plan out consistency, consistently, one step at a time, and then to incorporate communication through all of that, you will then be able to take what was going on in their world, expand it and bring it into your world so that it opens it up for you in a powerful and significant way. How does that sound? Sounds good. Does that sound like a good plan? Sounds like a good plan. All right. So as we start sharing your story, what year, and it doesn't really matter what year, except to set a little bit of timeline, I think maybe it matters a little bit. Does it matter to you a little bit as you're listening and as you're engaging and as you're hopefully even logging on to YouTube and watching some of the previous episodes because this is going to give you a taste, a taste of what it's going to take to move from paycheck to paycheck to freedom. And yet there's a lot of content. So you could go to youtube.com slash Decker team and get access to more shows, which is all there too. So as you, so timeline matters because this isn't an overnight journey. Definitely not. This has been 13, 14 years and maybe a little bit more. Okay. Yes. So, it's a lifetime style. Yeah. A lifetime style. Say more about that, Harold. You have to realize where you are and you have to realize where you want to go and you have to come up with a plan to get there, whether it's by yourself as a single person or as a couple who want to a, succeed as a couple but also as a family unit, if there's children involved or anything else, as a family, you have to get there and you have to choose that lifestyle. You have to communicate about it. You got to plan for it and where you go. Okay. So when we met you in 2004, okay, what was life like? Describe paycheck to paycheck or worse. <laughs> it, at the time I was uh, in the Navy and it was quite literally... Got paid at the beginning of the month, got paid middle of the month, 
okay, beginning of the month, we'll pay this bill and we'll use that credit card to pay those bills. Yes. And then we'll make the minimum payment at the middle of the month. And everything else will just work around that. Wow. And how did that feel? Trapped. Definitely You really trapped. feel trapped. You feel trapped. Uh, and it's like you're going to bed at night and you're going, okay, how do I pay the bills in the morning? And you're not sleeping well. And uh, you're going, the next step would be creditors calling because you're not making your your payments on time. And it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. And, and as we're sharing Harold and Linda's story, hmm, I confess, I'm going to confess right now. And I think you, many of you, if you've been tuning in and as you've been learning alongside of us and as we've been growing together, you know that Ken and I as well live that lifestyle. And it is a horrible place. So if you're living that lifestyle, what I hope and pray and encourage you to get today is that if Ken and I can do it, if Linda and Harold can do it, if so many of our other clients can do it, you can too. Like it is very possible to move from that space of, I would call it despair. What would you call it? If you could give it one word, Harold, what would you give that time in your Self-entrapment. life? Self-entrapment. Self-entrapment. That's two words. Three. Hyphenated. Yeah, hyphenated. <laughs> We're two. We're two people. So, yeah. Okay. Self-entrapment. <laughs> Despair. And what would you say, Linda? Um, I can't put it into one word. It was just, uh, you know you created the situation and you're feeling, okay, how do we get out of this situation where we feel totally indebted um, with credit cards, with loans, uh, those type of things. And this is not even counting uh, mortgages. You're just, consumer loan is dragging you down. And it's not something that's easy to talk about. I mean, you right. know, we talk Are about... we brave? Look at us. <laughs> you you right? talk about... When you're at work, especially in the line of work I did at the time, you talk about your career, you talk about work, you talk about how's the, I was in the Navy, how's the ship going to get this accomplished, how's that going to get accomplished, what do you do with people, and so on and so forth, but you never ever talked finances, so you never ever learned about it, and unless you had a background either through education or your parents or whoever was your mentor, where would you learn it? And we had to figure this out. Yeah. As did we. Yeah. So totally get that. So when we met in 04, you had owned a home already. We had built our home, sold our home, moved to Victoria, and we're renting because we couldn't get into the market in Victoria. Right. And And then then we got posted here. And knew that we wanted to get back into home ownership. And through the graces of a fellow officer, we uh, got a phone call. And that's how we got introduced. Right. So Jeff called me to say, hey, I have a coworker, Harold, and Linda comes along with the package. Yeah. They've got two great kids and they're relocating to Ottawa and they need your help. That was our introduction. Right. And then we had a phone call and then we went through the whole 
pro- process, the preparation, what's it going to look like, what's going to happen when you get here. So, because in it, five days, you got to make a good decision. Yeah. It was great because that phone call got us thinking about where did we want to live in the city? What were our needs? And you basically went through an entire package of everything that a buyer needs to consider before you even go shopping for a house. And what could we afford? <laughs> right, because that conversation has, has to, to come, come in, in too, too, right? Exactly. And so something that's available today, which we did not have, well, actually, we had a, an earlier version of it, which is the home buying or home selling, buying and investing made easy book. And you can actually get that from us in an ebook now because that's where it's gone. So I was thinking we didn't have an ebook and we did have a hard copy. So on that first phone call, we use the guideline of what's in this book now to have the conversation and to set the stage. So if you'd like it for free, you can log on to our website. There is a easy download button so that you can actually have access to that and get all the information, read it through it in your own home, which is kind of cool. And it helped you to figure out through the information that I gave you one-on-one how to navigate that entire process. Right. That's correct. So you bought a great house. We had a great experience buying the first house here in Ottawa. It was great. And what's a highlight that you remember from that? I think the top three, always only putting three houses on your list so you don't get overwhelmed. And and name them. And name them. I still remember them. They were greenhouse, the floors house, and uh, nice, which we end up buying the nice house. (laughs) <laughs> and it was because it had a nice layout. It wasn't nice on the inside. It needed lots of work, but uh, we knew we could uh, definitely make it our family home. Right. So naming them is kind of a fun thing to do because when you name them, what happens, and maybe you've had this experience or maybe you'd like to have this experience, is when you name them, all the other attributes of the house comes back to you. Whereas if you don't do some sort of association, they they blur. Yes. The lines blur together and we don't want it to blur for you. We want to separate it. So when you're moving from another city and you've got literally, it's really two to three days to make the decision and negotiate the agreement. And then we go ahead and do inspections. We have those pre-booked. So we have a very smooth process so that you're not feeling out of control, even though the situation is such that you so easily could. And so by naming them and never having more than three, more than three that we talk about, you don't get lost. You don't get lost and you don't get sidetracked. Right? Exactly. Excellent. And so we decide to buy a house. Then we're in the house. Oh, yeah, but I think it was even hard to get the house. (laughs) Yeah, because we're $80,000 in debt at that point. Mm. Uh, Aside from mortgage. Aside from mortgage. And that's in 2000. That was just consumer debt. That was just consumer debt. That was the result of poor decision making. Thinking, oh, we can afford that. We'll just put it on credit. And you can't do that. Or I'd like that now. I don't want to wait for that. And it does catch up with you. Yeah. If you're anything like us, and we're going to say the three of us collectively will say that there's been a time in our life that even if we didn't really have the cash to buy the thing, we decided we deserved it. And somehow we were going to get the thing. So as long as we could make our payments, then 
we could have it and we should have it, right? Well, not so right. And so Harold and Linda are sharing what a time of transition where it moved from believing that to believing what? You have to sort out who you are and where you want to go and have a plan on how to get there. And you really have to think about yourself, whether it's you as an isolated person or you as a couple, you have to figure out where am I today? Where do I want to get to? And how am I going to get there? That's the first step in my mind. And I think what you said when we were chatting just before we got on the show, and I think you said this beautifully, Linda, you, you didn't do too bad either. Not so. <laughs> yeah, not too yeah. bad. Uh, Linda, you talked about investing in yourself or paying yourself first. first. And I think, Harold, you said that you had to shift your attitude. Yes. Somebody said. Yes. That oh, yeah. your entire attitude had to move from paying for stuff, paying for things that didn't necessarily help in the long run. Paying lots of interest, paying the bank. Paying everybody paying else. Paying somebody else first. So yeah. you have to pay yourself first. And a lot of that came from just being tired of that grind. And and then educating ourselves. Uh, reading, talking with each other, uh, coming together, brainstorming. Uh, Harold loves to read. I love to read. So he and, we ca- and we came across <laughs> that books. book in our journey. And <laughs> you have to read so that you get an understanding of what's involved in the process so that you can move forward. Right. So the book, if you're listening right now and you're not watching us, you're going to wonder, what did Harold just do? Well, he held up the Wealth Formula book. And that is a book that you used as a resource to, to help get started. you. How are we going to get out of this hole? Right. And then... It was that philosophy. Uh, when we when I read the book, it's, it, it makes so much sense. Like, pay yourself first. How to pay down that debt load, what to tackle first, because it, that mountain seems so big. And you're, you're going, how do I tackle this? And, and you realize one step at a time, and sometimes there are baby steps, but it, when you see it working and over the years working, uh, it brings you that eventually freedom that you're looking for and that wealth that you're looking for and what you, you put in your plan. At the end, like at the end of the road, you're going, okay, this is what I want to achieve. But you have to realize it's one step at a time. And the book shows what those steps are. And then you could start to take action on a step. Yep. That's right. And then recalibrate. I think we talked a bit about <laughs> yes. just sometimes well, the thought. You have to because right. the situation changes all the time. You know, the kids have issues. They got to take care of this. The car has an issue. You got to take care of that. So it's all the time recalibrating, but keeping in focus where you're going. And the big part of that is communicating. You have to talk to each other all the time. All the time. You heard it here, not first, and yet you heard it here. Talking all the time, really communicating so that you're on the same page. Yes. So that you know what's gone south and how to navigate that and how to move things in a positive direction. Back on track. Exactly. exactly. On the inside track. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> anyway, so invest in yourself first. Yes. Definitely. And you did that by deciding to pay down your debt initially. 
we decided that or how we wanted to get rid of all our consumer debt and our initial plan was to take the house that we were living in fix it up as best we could with what resources we had and present it to the market we sold that house and made a, a sum off of it and i remember we had enough to get a down payment on our next house and pay off most of the debt that's right because there was still debt sitting with you those years later wasn't there yeah you've been paying it down but we got rid of a lot of it right and we got rid of all the high interest stuff so now it was more the low interest things that we had left which followed the principles in the book right and then you moved into that house and we would call that our flipper house pretty much pretty much we knew we weren't (laughs) going to be there for long no we knew it was going to be a couple years Right. And the point of moving into that house, if my memory is correct, was to be able to pay off the balance of the debt and to do improvements on the house. So it was a little bit of a, what we might call in real estate language, the ugly duckling. Oh, it's definitely the ugly duckling. The ugly duckling. And so if you've ever seen an ugly duckling, what it means is it has amazing bones. It's going to be a beauty when you put some paint and some flooring and maybe some cabinets and some trim and take out some marble maybe and take out some things that just aren't today's style. Maybe lose some brass. Maybe, yeah, lose... Create Mm -hmm. bedrooms. What I remember about that house was the top floor. They had created offices on the top floor. Mm -hmm. So you could go all the way around. No closets in the bedrooms. They weren't really bedrooms. It was insane. So we had to create a a four-bedroom house, which it wasn't. It was just one big, massive bedroom that went from door to door to door to door. It was the... the, You could run around the top floor. It was was hilarious. Uh, But... Yeah, it's creating uh, what the market is looking for. Right. And the reason that house undersold is because of the way that they had shifted the rooms. And yet there was really nothing wrong with it. Structurally, it was fine. It had every good bone in it. It was just cosmetically updated for by us for resale. Right. And when you do that, if you've ever done that, you'll see that you'll know, you'll have had the experience that you've increased your equity position significantly more than if you just took a house that's already beautiful and already what we might call an eight, a nine or a 10 out of 10 versus taking something that structurally is a 10 and yet cosmetically and flow wise is a two. Or one or three, and with not a lot of money and a little bit of time, you can shift your equity position. Sounds good, right? Absolutely. And that's exactly what you guys did, right? Exactly. And then with that one, flipping that one allowed us to eliminate the rest of our debt. No more debt. Gone. So like, Gone. Like, we should celebrate for a moment. Like when you get rid of your last piece of consumer debt, do you not just want to have a little party? Did you not want to party? We did. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Tell me how you partied. What did we do that time? Because that was after my 50th birthday. Yeah. I know we ended up buying two houses out of that. And then we went to Disney, did we not? Ooh, that was our That's celebration because our daughters really helped a lot with with the renos and uh, this was their reward to bring them to Disney. So we had a beautiful Disney trip 
and uh, and that's the part of you also have to reward yourself and live your life. You just have to plan not for owe somebody the money to do it. Just plan ahead, plan correctly, and away you go. And you can enjoy it because you know it's paid for, not. I'll have to pay for this when I get home. That's right. Or for the next three years. Exactly. Somehow the the memories of the trip don't do near as much good when you're still writing a check. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We didn't have to do that. And it was such a good feeling coming home, knowing we had such a wonderful time and we owed no one. We owed no one. It was great. And it was by our hard work and... It just was wonderful. It was just wonderful. Congratulations. So yeah, it was are. it was a good feeling. So then with the rest of the money, uh, we we were very afraid to be back in that trap to spend the money. And I remember turning to Harold before it's spent, we have to invest it. Yeah, quite literally she said, We gotta spend or not spend this, we gotta invest it so that we don't spend it. And we ended up going for supper one night with friends of ours. And they were living in a condo and they wanted out of the condo because it was all vertical and they were having issues with the stairs and they had dogs and, you know, the typical postage stamp backyard, nowhere for the dogs and everything else. And they said they were looking for a place to rent and everything else, but they wanted land and they wanted everything on one level and so on and so forth. And we said, well, we're looking to invest. So why not marry the two ideas? You find the place or work with us to find the place that you want to live in and be comfortable. And we'll buy it. You rent from us. And that's what we did. And it worked great, didn't it? It worked worked fantastic. We were able to be in a position to make the rent such that our basic costs were covered and the rent was low enough that they could afford it and put money aside, and now they own their own house as well. Isn't that awesome? And it is awesome to pave it forward. It is really awesome. And in that whole process, you were then now able to get your mortgage paid down with somebody else paying it. Exactly. Exactly. And now there's some cash flow there. Yes. Yes. With the next renters, now there is. Yes. Like, isn't that neat? And help somebody. Yeah, exactly. And we're doing the same for them. If they want to, they can put money away and and eventually, hopefully, they can get their own house as well. So Wow, that's great. And so then it came time for you to no longer have the house that you were living in to really be the right fit anymore. Well, that's just it. It wasn't working anymore. The girls have grown up. Our one that do- happens, doesn't it? I know. Time. What's Too time? fast. So our needs as a family changed. So having learned some lessons from this and having read some more books and we got some more understanding and working with our team, which includes you folks and includes lawyers and other folks and anybody who's willing to pass you information, we learned a few more lessons and we decided we couldn't find an investment property that worked for us. So Linda had the idea and we communicated about it. Well, why don't we just keep this house and rent it out? And let's go looking for our new house that works for us. So that's what we did. Right. So now you have two investment properties. Yes, we do. And you're living in a space that works really well for you. For us. Yeah. And the girls have communicated, like Victoria, before um, she left on on fall break, she said, I really like this house. It really suits our family. And that was 
it really solidified that we made the right decision. That's so cool. So if you're wondering if what you're in now, whether you should keep it or whether you should, as an investment, or whether you should simply sell it and buy a new home or whether you should keep the one you're in and buy an investment, like what the right next step is for you, you might just want to go on to the Decker Team website and go to the Right Fit Assessment and that fill it in and then you'll get an idea of whether it's now, whether it's later and what is the answer. Because that was helpful, right? To be able to have somebody ask you questions to figure out what's What's the right next step? Because it's not this. It's not one size fits all. No, right. it really depends on you as a couple or an individual, and as a family, what's going to work. And revisiting your plan and going, does this fit in our plan? And and revisiting resources. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's all kinds of resources out there. Your site has some awesome resources where you can look at everything from budgeting to to houses. So there's everything in between. It's there. You just got to look at it. And then bring it to yourself as a learning. That's so right. invest in yourself first. You said that at the beginning of the show. So as we're coming sort of full circle, believe it or not, we've been chatting yep. for a while now. Yes. And bringing it full circle, investing in yourself means not only monetarily, it means wisdom. It means insight. It means knowledge. It means gathering information, whether it's watching all of the inside track shows on investing and pulling out two or three ideas from each one or even one idea from each one that then lets you create your plan. So that's investing in yourself. Exactly. And gathering knowledge also for our flips was essential. So that was uh, another step of investing in ourselves and what products work best and what uh, the latest trends are, what would sell our home, what, what is the general market looking for? Uh, so it's being aware and knowledgeable. Aware. And so the market snapshot, the update that we can send, well, we've sent you and we oh, could yes. send you is just what's going on in your neighborhood so that you are abreast all the time of what is going on price-wise. So if you want that, you can email us, info at decorteam.com, and I will get that to you. And so before we say goodbye... We're saying invest in yourself, have a plan, stay with the plan, be consistent, communicate with your team, with each other, with your family. And it's long-term. And it's long-term. What would you say? It's not an overnight process. It's time. It's time. Give yourself time. Give yourself time. Give yourself time. And it's never too late to start. But if you never start, you're never going to get there. (laughs) So paycheck to paycheck to freedom, Linda and Harold, I am so excited for where you've come from and where you are and where you're going. And thank you that we can do it with you. Thanks. It's been a great journey. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're looking for a journey of craziness, give us a call and we'll help you. 613-860-4663. 